Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. So glad to have you join me as we continue to devotionally walk through the, the Gospel of John, John's New Testament Gospel, where he is, he is just making the abundantly clear case that Jesus is in fact the Son of God. He is the, he is the only way to be saved. And, uh, and we find ourselves today, this week actually, at the very end of John chapter 6. Now we've been in John 6 for a little while, and this week, uh, Lord willing, we will, we will bring chapter 6 to a completion. And, and here's where it starts. Jesus is having this, this, uh, this conversation about how the, uh, those who follow him are to, uh, they're to have faith in him. And he's using this language of eating his flesh and drinking his blood to, to equate this to having faith in them. This is trusting Jesus as he truly is, believing what the, what the scripture says about him. And for these first century witnesses of Jesus, it's really believing Jesus as he, he performs these signs that reveal who he is. And so today we're picking up in John chapter 6, verse 47, and we're going to go through verse 51. Let's jump in and let's see what the, the text holds for us today as we think about what it looks like for us to put our faith in this, this one and only Son of God, this true Jesus. The text begins like this. It says, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. Why? Because I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat of it and not die. Now remember, Jesus, he's, he's connecting his identity as the, this bread of life, and he's contrasting it with the bread that their ancestors relieved, or received when they were wandering the wilderness, this bread from heaven, this manna. But Jesus is greater than that. Let's continue. Verse 51, Jesus says, I am the living bread that comes down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the for the life of the world is my flesh. Now there's there's a few things happening here, but but here's our ancient way for our modern day. Here's what we're going to zero in on. What we want to zero in on first of all is that Jesus he, he is he's the true bread of life. See, the, the bread that the, the Jewish ancestors received in the wilderness, that was bread that was, it, would, it would temporarily sustain them. They would eat it every day. They'd collect it every day. And then the next day they would need it again. And it was a temporary physical sustenance. But Jesus here, he is saying he is the true bread of life. He is, he is the bread that when we partake of him, we receive this eternal life. He, he says, if anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. Now, look at the second aspect, though. He says, And the bread that I will give for the, for the life of the world is my flesh. Here's, here's what he says. He says, this, this bread that I'm going to give, this bread that is going to provide eternal life for the world, this, this opportunity that by faith you can, you can have eternal life, I'm going to give my flesh. You see, Jesus is aiming them, without them even fully realizing it, he's aiming them at believing that he isn't just the bread of life that is walking around on earth and teaching some cool things and maybe some hard things and, and performing some incredible signs and miracles. No, his ultimate self-revelation, this, this ultimate example of him being the bread of life is when he gives up his life, when he gives up his flesh, he's preparing us 
as the reader, and he's preparing those first century listeners for the cross. He's saying, I am going to provide life through my death. I'm going to provide life through my death. See, this this is Jesus in his self-revelation. This is him really teasing out the gospel. All the way back in John chapter 6, he's preparing us to, to see him dying so that we can live. You see, the ancient way for our modern day where it ultimately brings us to is not just to see that Jesus, as the bread of life, he is a better bread than the manna that was received centuries beforehand. What we end up seeing is that that Jesus, he is the bread of life through his sacrifice. And that we, we are to believe in him. We are to, to partake in this bread by believing that he died to pay the price for our sin. Now, now, Listener, I want us to I want us to understand the weightiness of this. Because we live in a world where where the, the knee-jerk reaction is to minimize sin, to ignore guilt, and, and to sideline the, the shame that comes from our from our wickedness and from our sin. But but here's the problem with that. The moment we say that we don't we don't have sin, or the moment we say that, that what God says is sin is not sin, and the moment we try to distance ourselves from that instead of owning it, well, well that's the moment that we no longer need Christ. <laughs> that's, the no lo- that's the moment that, that his sacrificial death, it means nothing to us. What, what is the point of him dying to pay the price for our sin if we say that we, we don't need that, if we have no sin? This is what makes these words so important for the believer today. This is what what calls us to faith in Jesus. It calls us to a faith that says, I believe Jesus is the bread of life. I partake in Jesus as the bread of life. I, I partake in him by trusting that he died. And in his death, he paid the consequence, the price, the punishment for my sin. The wages of sin is death. I earn those wages. Jesus, he paid my debt. This is aggressive language. This is kind of intense in terms of the theological weight, but but this intensity is so important. See, this intensity meets you not just in understanding who Jesus is, but in understanding who you are. Who are you? Are you someone who owns your sin, says, I have failed, and now I partake in the bread of life, the bread, the true bread from heaven, by trusting that Jesus paid the price for my sin? Or are you someone who misses Jesus' true identity because you're unwilling to acknowledge your true identity? If you're someone who says, I don't really have sin, I don't, I, I, my, my, the things that I do, they're not really wrong in God's eyes. And in that moment, you, you're not partaking in the bread that comes from heaven. You're not able to partake in this bread of heaven that leads to eternal life because you're not, well, you're not honest about who you are. And so you can't be honest about who Christ is. See, you see, the ancient way for our modern day, it reminds us that we must always be making much of Christ and we must always take a humble, real estimation of our own desperate state before God. See, I want you to eat of the bread of life. Jesus wants you to eat of the bread of life. And to do that, we look at his cross. We remember the price that was paid and we respond in faith. That's how we partake of it. We respond in faith, 
trusting in Christ and being grateful that he, he died for our sin.